Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Anderson. Julie Brain Lady Anderson is considered to be one of the nation's top experts on the brain personality connection. She has been inspiring her audiences to fire up their brains and ignite positive changes in their relationships. And now, she is here to bring that knowledge to you. The information she shares will help those who hear it to accelerate their success in life and business through the discovery of their natural gifts and maximizing their brain power. When you learn to tap into the potential of your natural gifts and the power of the brain-mind connection, there is no limit to what you can accomplish. Today and every Wednesday on Brain Lady Speaks, you'll explore the latest findings to see how they have practical application in your life. And now, get ready to join Julie Anderson on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Take it away, Julie. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, and welcome to the Brain Lady Speaks radio show here on this amazing Wednesday morning in November. We have just absolutely beautiful weather where we're at. Well, actually, technically, it's raining, but that's okay. We want that in Northern California. <laughs> so I can I consider it beautiful. I am really excited about the program today. Uh, we had a couple of little technical difficulties as we were getting started. So if you hear me do a hiccup or two, that's the reason why. But, hey, that's what happens when we do live radio, right? You never know what's going to what's going to pop up. I am so so excited about my my guest today. We are going to be talking about uh executive conversations, how to hack your own neuroscience to turn difficult conversations into learning conversations. And you know me, brain lady, right? I love all things neuroscience. And I really really love it and appreciate it when other business individuals bring this neuroscience information into practical guidance within our business, our life, and our relationships, because it is so fascinating what neuroscience is helping us to find out. You know, you've heard me on the show before, get all excited about, because I'm a brain geek, and I love anything along that, along that line, and being able to interview a wonderful individual who has done the same and put this together into packages and into ways to help individuals to exceed and achieve more success in their life, their business, and their relationships. That is always what I love to do. And our wonderful guest today is no exception to that rule. She is doing this. She is a business coach and she is amazing. So our, pardon me, Our guest today is Wendy Nolan, and before I bring her on, I want to read to you a little bit about what she does. She has a really cool background, and I'm going to read this directly from her website, and you can visit her, too, at wendynolan.com. And I do always encourage everyone to stay on till the end of the show, whether you're listening live this morning 
or you're listening to this later on uh, as, a, as a podcast through iTunes or Stitcher or any of those, iHeart, any of those things that we're working to get on or we are already on, then I want you to be sure to stay on till the end of the program. And the reason why is because it is at the very end. Not only will you get all of the wisdom that's shared during the program, but you will be able to hear more about the, the way that you can work with Wendy, that you can work with my guests, as well as how to get in touch with her, where all her sites are, how to stay connected on social media and whatnot. So <clears throat> I encourage everyone to stay on till the end. But for right now, I'm going to read this directly from her website as her about page. She says, when she was a little girl, she came, would come home from school and tell her mom that she wanted to grow up to be a teacher because she loved school so much. And she would play school with her dolls. She loved learning. But more than that, she loved teaching. And it took a few decades to finally remember her childhood love as an adult and to build a successful business doing what she does best. And that is coaching. She's gone through uh, a lot of travel. She has visited various parts of the United States. But what she wanted to do, she did a lot of this as she went into working for the travel industry for nearly a decade. She retired from her first career with Alaska Airlines when she was 26. (laughs) Young to be retired, but obviously (laughs) she has a whole second stage planned. Her next gig was business to uh, B2C sales, moving into management after only a year when her leadership abilities really, truly blossomed. She excelled at sales. She excelled at training and coaching her sales teams. And her last team set a sales record at a 95-year-old company operating at a profit within 18 months after opening a brand new location in a brand new market. So she knows her stuff, people. Despite her success, she thirsted for more professional development, and her sights were set on an executive position with a company, but she wasn't receiving the next level support and direction to satisfy her desire for advancement. So she hired her first coach, and her whole world became transformed. She then developed professionally with the objective, with the objective pr- perspective of a coach. After that, she advanced faster in the company and that could faster than the company could promote her. So she hired another coach to figure out how, what her next step on her professional journey would be. And this was starting her coaching business, which she started in 2008. She said it was a rocky start with plenty of stops and starts. We can all (laughs) relate to that. I'm sure. In the beginning, she struggled spending money on all the wrong things and failing, falling to every slick advertisement promising to help her build her business, and none of that worked. So in 2009, she, when she was handpicked by a CEO of a growing firm to run her coaching division while she built out, her, that, about, that built out the software division, in hindsight, it was a brilliant decision because she was paid to learn how to run a business while being mentored by a master coach. So in 2012, she relaunched her coaching firm, applying everything that she had learned in her own, to her own business. And in the process, she learned a lot of stuff. And I'm going to leave those lots of stuff that she learned to build her business <laughs> as in the interview, because we could go on talking about the amazing things that Wendy has done. So welcome very much, Wendy Nolan, to the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Woohoo! I'm so happy to be here, Julie. Thank you. What a great introduction. I appreciate that. Oh, 
It's just and all the, the amazing. And the weather here is equally beautiful. I mean, overcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, I appreciate all types of weather. I'm very much being born and raised in Northern California. We have four very distinct seasons and Mm -hmm. I love all of them. You know, it's like, it's Mm -hmm. always beautiful because each one is bringing something to the the entire cycle of, of growth and whatnot. That is just amazing. So I'm glad it's wonderful weather there too. And I hope for all our listeners, it's wonderful where you are at. So Wendy, Let's jump into yes, this. I I absolutely love your messaging. I love your experience. I mean, I love the the authenticity that you say when you first started the business the first time. Uh, you got the you struggled at spending money on on the wrong things and falling for the advertisement because I think a lot of us in this business have done the same. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I I'm looking forward to hearing you know, how you got around that. But that gave us the, the what I read kind of gave us the technical, Wendy. But help mm-hmm. the listeners, I always like to ask my guests in the beginning, what really drew you into this business? Like what really made you decide that you, outside of wanting to be a teacher as a child, what yeah, really drew right. you into wanting to be a coach for professional women or for entrepreneurs or in the fields that you work in? Yeah. Well, you make it sound so elegant, Julie, because um, um, I didn't decide that that was what I wanted to be when I grew up. It was just something, it was kind of like the journey that I hear from a lot of clients is they fell into it. I was a little bit more intentional than that. At least I picked the hole that I fell into. Um, But the reality of it was when I I left the last corporate gig that I held in uh, 2008. You know, think about what was going on around the world in 2008. Um, The bottom was falling out of the economy, if anybody recalls that. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, in my infinite infinite wisdom, I decided to quit my job, my six-figure income, and try and go on this, you know, existential um, journey of figuring out who I wanted to be when I grew up. So not really a great smart decision on my part. (laughs) Uh, uh, However, I am still here. I made it. So what did I do? I tried to figure out on my own what I would do next and I failed miserably. Um, But please note that I did not say I'm a failure. I said that what uh, what I didn't do was uh, I, I didn't succeed at figuring it out on my own. So what I did do is I figured out that, well, I had to ask myself a series of questions. And the best question I asked myself is, what would a smart person do in this situation? <laughs> and I realized that a smart person would ask for help. And let me tell you, I'm Gen X. And Gen X sucks at asking for help. You know why? Because we're latchkey kids. You know, I don't Uh know about you, um, but a lot of people in the Gen X, um, you know, demographic, we, 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 we grew up in broken homes, you know, we're the most divorced cohort um, in modern times. And, you know, as a result, we were kind of raising ourselves from, you know, um, adolescence on forward. And so when you're a latchkey kid and you are in a broken home, you kind of have to learn how to do things by yourself. And back then we didn't have Google and smartphones where you could just, you know, you have a question. Oh, let's just Google it. No, you had to figure that shit out. Sorry if I'm being a little, no, 
<laughs> it's absolutely Can I right. Can say that on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I we think we figure that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I did, and I and a lot of people in my generation are much like me in that we we wait until it, the pain is so great of trying to do it ourselves that we have to ask for help. And that's what I did. I had to ask for help because, you know, I was bleeding money. I mean, just because I quit my job didn't mean that I didn't still have bills. You know, newsflash, if any of you quit your job, <laughs> the bills keep coming. <laughs> um, so <laughs> They don't all disappear in retirement, so, huh? I know, right? Gosh, what? Nobody told me that. <laughs> Ivy. So I, I – I figured out that, you know, I had to ask for help because I was doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. That's the definition of insanity. And I, by God, was making myself crazy and my husband at the time. So I picked up the phone the next day, called a friend who, she didn't call herself a coach. I don't remember what her title was, but it wasn't a coach. But what she did help me do was she helped me figure out what I was good at that I like to do that people would pay me for. And it was through that process that I discovered through having conversations with my family, my mom, that's when my mom told me when I was a little girl, I would come home and I would tell her I wanted to grow up to be a teacher. And then I started to connect the dots. And that was throughout my career, both in the airline industry and the business to consumer sales industry, I realized that I was, I was really, I was a really fast learner as a result of being a Gen X latchkey kid. You know, I had to figure stuff out. I have a lot of common sense. So I figured stuff out really fast. And then I was able to turn around and teach other people how to do it the way I did it. And that's when I realized, oh, yeah, I have way more fun teaching people and showing other people how to do what I mastered so quickly than actually doing what that thing is that I mastered so quickly. Because what happened was, you know, I mastered things so quickly that I moved up the ranks very quickly as well until I hit glass ceilings. And then when I hit those glass ceilings, I got really frustrated because I was young. And I'm like, okay, well, this door is now closed and it's going to be closed for a long time. So how can I find another door, right? So I'd, instead of just having this tunnel vision of looking at the one door that's closed in front of me, I'd pivot, you know, I'd I'd rotate on my axis or I'd spin in, you know, a few degrees a different direction until I would find another door that I could open or that was open to me and I'd go through it and that's how I continued to learn and expand and figure out that that was what I was good at was teaching other people. And the things that I'm really good at in my in my professional life were sales and influence and persuasion. And part of that is really what the topic was that I selected today, and that is how to how to hack our own neuroscience and the hack the 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 psychology of influence and persuasion to to develop into an awesome coach. And as a result of developing into an awesome coach, I've helped a lot of people learn how to be a better communicator and a better leader. So that's what brings us to today. Um, I'm my secret sauce, if you will, you know, what differentiates me from other coaches is I didn't start out as a coach. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coach, I started out first as a salesperson. You know, I've worked in the trenches. I worked in customer service and sales, and I got really good at those things. Then I became a manager and a trainer, and I'm really good at being a manager. And then I became, excuse me, I became the trainer, the coach. And most coaches... In my experience, anyway, I'm not, I don't want to overgeneralize, but in my experience, a lot of great coaches are great at coaching, but they're not great at sales and they're not great at management. And I'm unique in that I possess all three of those in spades. You know, I really like that because I'm also, I'm also often telling my clients that even though they're, because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and when I'm talking with them and I'm trying to give them, you know, a consultation, I often will tell them they have to start thinking like a big business. And so I like the fact that you bring, bring that to the table, even though we're entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and we want to, to be able to control that aspect of our business. You still yeah. have to, if you want to earn the big bucks, you've got to think like those who earn the big bucks, which means you've got to think with a sure. certain measure of, of corporate thinking. So I, I appreciate right. that you brought that. So uh, let's get into the conversation. Yeah, let's get into some of these convers or some of these questions that we that decided to talk about. What are the most common reasons that you have found that executives and for those of you who are <clears throat> listening, you if you are a solopreneur, which I hate that word because I think people need to build teams around them. But if mm-hmm. you are an entrepreneur, you've got to think like an executive because you've got to bring in you know that's you've got to think big. So what in your right opinion, Wendy, what are the most common reasons why executives avoid difficult conversations? Absolutely. Thanks for that question. So Julie, and for the listeners, you know, if, if we say small business owner, or if we say executive, we mean basically the same kind of person, just like you qualified. So, you know, here's why most people avoid difficult conversations. Um, (laughs) And some of these, you know, I'm going to be able to hear your heads rattling as you shake your head up and down in agreement because you all identify with this. Um, If we avoid it, it'll go away. Um, That, yeah, that always happens, right? Um, And then what happens is when it goes away, it comes back with a vengeance. Another reason is some people feel like, well, I'm just not good at it, so I'm not going to do it, or I'll delegate it to somebody else. (laughs) when in reality you really might need to be the person who has that conversation. Another reason is, um, oh boy, I've, had, I've, I've seen this so many times, um, the uninitiated or, or people who have an executive title but they don't really understand what true leadership is have this perception that if I bring up the problem, it makes things worse. Oh, that is, that's a really uh, dangerous belief. Um, another reason is it's better to wait for things to blow over than address it when it happens. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've coached somebody who 
waited and waited and waited and never actually got around to the conversation. And, you know, just like that last um, point I brought up a minute ago, you know, the longer you ignore it, it festers, the bigger it gets. Um, so waiting for things to blow over is not a great strategy. It is a strategy. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. People employ it, but it's not an effective one. Um, another one is that if you wait long enough, somebody else is going to say something and you won't have to, right? A peer or a colleague. And again, you know, as a manager, as a business owner, as an executive, it's kind of your duty and responsibility to have those difficult conversations, not wait for somebody else to bring it up. Another one, and the last two are just, uh, it pains me to say this, but it's true. <clears throat> we have the belief, some people have the belief, that if you just send an email, you won't have to face that person. And oh my gosh, we're going to get into why that's really not a great way to communicate. And then the last one is avoiding a confrontation um, in person it is better than just, you know, let's just have a staff meeting and bring it up in the meeting. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, that just <laughs> makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> so those are the reasons why we tend to want to avoid them. And yeah. there's a lot of reasons, and we're going to dig into those throughout the conversation today about why those are so disastrous. Yeah. I, lo- I You know, I, I love the e- what you talked about with the email. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you say because emails just – They just don't communicate what we need to communicate. All right, we're going to go to our first break on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. So join me after the tunes for some more juicy stuff with Wendy Nolan. With her thorough understanding of brain chemistry, Julie Anderson provides you with tools and processes that will change your life in a positive way. Julie uniquely blends science and psychology when she shares her knowledge and information with businesses, entrepreneurs, women's groups, and families to improve workplace morale and productivity, parents creating dynamic relationships with their children, and women achieving more in life and business. Julie Anderson will be right back with the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So, here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Hey everyone, this is Julie Brain Lady Anderson, and I want to talk to you about something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is the Your Best Mind Certification Program. With this program, we are changing lives one brain at a time. You see, it's our vision that by providing an educational and uplifting message to individuals about their unique brain gifts, we can help them to maximize the power of their brain and personality, not in a metaphysical way, but with science. 
This is the core of what we teach at Your Best Mind. However, taking this life-changing message to the world is a large undertaking. And that is why we created the Your Best Mind Certification Program. This program is a compilation of over two decades of training, research, hands-on application, and preparation by yours truly, Julie Brain Lady Anderson. I have put together the gems of my education to create a remarkable program to pass on to those who are up for the challenge. So if you're one of those unique individuals that is up for this challenge, I invite you to shoot me an email at info, I-N-F-O, at yourbestmindonline.com, and we'll talk. Welcome back to the Brain Lady Speaks radio show with Julie Anderson. By including the latest scientific research on the brain-personality connection, Julie Brain Lady Anderson provides her clients with the all-important why behind what people do and how they think. The information she shares will help those who hear to accelerate their success in life and business through the discovery of their natural gifts and maximizing their brain power. Here again is your host, Julie Anderson, on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. I am here with my amazing guest, Wendy Nolan, and we are talking about hacking your brain, hacking neuroscience to be able to really turn on conversations that lead that go turn into conversations that will turn into something very positive and increase yourself and increase your relationships because every single business is based on healthy, good relationships. So welcome back to the program. Wendy, we were chit-chatting about the reasons why uh, people avoid these difficult conversations or the way they avoid them, like emails. (laughs) Yeah, right. Staff meetings, emails. Right. Instead of actually talking to a person. So that leads to the next question. Why is it why is it an important skill set for leaders to develop, to be able to have these really good conversations, even though they're difficult? Mm-hmm. So there was a survey that I discovered in my research of this topic of uh, conducted by the We Cre- excuse me, the Creating We Institute. And the Creating We Institute surveyed over 4,000 leaders across all industries and at all levels of an organization. And the discovery was astonishing to me. And the discovery was that the two least developed skills in the workplace are the ability to have uncomfortable conversations and the ability to ask what if questions. So why is this an important skill set to develop? Because We are missing out on opportunities for personal growth ourselves as leaders in addition to tapping into the skill set of those that are on our teams. And frankly, the greatest leaders, the people who we will go into battle with, we'll follow them into a fire, are people who know and have learned how to turn difficult conversations into co-creating collaborative learning conversations. And unfortunately, it used to be that the only way to advance in your career in a corporation was to learn how to master the, these difficult aspects of your role. Unfortunately, what we're seeing now is people are being promoted. It's called the Peter Principle. They're promoted to their level of incompetence. And it's all the more reason why as Gen X is entering the, the ranks of leadership that we realize that the only way that we're going to get our teams to buy in to our ideas 
and that we're going to be able to tap into the best they have to offer is to learn how to broach difficult conversations, how to conduct them, and how to turn them into conversations that lead to learning, creating, and collaboration. So there's a couple of uh, reasons or uh, the most common reasons to have difficult conversations, to tee this up a little bit for your listeners. The most common is to address poor performance and maybe deliver bad news. You know, um, as a sales manager and salesperson uh, myself, you know, we, um, I had to call people out when their performance was, was uh, not up to par. I had to terminate people. I had to, you know, counsel and coach them when they lost a deal. And when I was up and coming, I had to have my manager, my mentor, my coach talk me through those situations too. And does it suck? Yes, it does. Uh, however, you know, the best lessons we learn in life are not easily learned. They always have some sort of pain or struggle or difficulty associated with them. Uh, another reason to have the difficult conversations as a leader is to evolve business relationships and to deal with emotional or communication style conflicts. This is another very common area. Maybe as a manager, as a business owner, you are, you know, of course, you're going to be the hiring and firing person in your organization up until a certain point when you can hire somebody to do more of the HR. Well, you have to deal with culture fit. You have to deal with uh, communication conflict. You have to deal with management and personality conflict. Um, so those are common reasons why we, as leaders, as business owners, as executives, need to learn these skills. And the output is to reduce confrontation and increase collaboration, as I mentioned. And then the third reason why uh, it's important is because it'll help minimize stress in the workplace. And, you know, we all have increasing levels of stress in our society. Uh, and it'll help deal with any factual or ethical conflicts that may exist. Uh, for instance, you know, certainly with salespeople, they are inclined to exceed boundaries and, you know, kind of uh, uh, interpret the rules with a little bit of uh, flexibility that may not necessarily be there, but they think that it's okay for them to bend or break the rules at will. And unfortunately, I've even had to, in my sales career, deal with deceptive practices and um, definitions of, you know, procedures and, and processes that were vaguely interpreted by the salesperson. And I had to have very difficult conversations with those folks about ethical dilemmas. Um, and what that does for you as the leader is it provides you with an opportunity as well as the person that you're coaching or um, having the difficult conversation with to re rehearse new, more appropriate, more ethical, and more empowering behaviors in a safe environment. So I hope that that's touched on some of the major reasons why you as a leader, business owner, or executive need to really investigate uh, why it's important for you to learn this skill set. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with everything that you said. And again, <clears throat> for my listeners, it doesn't matter where you are at and in many ways 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This information can even affect your interpersonal relationships because every single business. Yeah. And every single business is based on relationships. It's either a relationship with your coworkers, it's a relationship with the people you have on your team or you're building around you or interacting with. If you are an entrepreneur, it's your relationships with, uh, you know, the people that you subcontract to or you hire out to do your social media or whatever it is. It's your relationships with your clients and your customers. And all relationships, the foundation of a good relationship is good communication, <laughs> Without good communication, without these great conversations, those relationships are not going to be able to perform at their peak or have a mutual understanding and respect that you want to have. So those are great things. Now, I know how I talk to people about communication styles and methodology behind how the brain communicates. But in your perspective and what you work with, what are the four ways that people communicate that you teach individuals? Yeah. So often we believe it's just the words that we use. That's why we want to avoid difficult conversation by sending an email or now what's become popular is and even more destructive is text messaging or instant messaging. And so one element of communication is the words we use, but that's not as important as the other three. The next one is that is demonstrably different or absent in email, text, or instant message is tone of voice. And a tone of voice is made up of multiple sub-elements, volume, pitch, rhythm, timber, um, and, you know, and sometimes even accent. And without tone of voice, we miss context. The third element of communication is body language. And certainly in any written format, we miss out on uh, tone of voice and body language. And that's why a lot of coaching, a lot of mentoring, a lot of difficult conversations, it's best to be, it's preferable to be done in person. Uh, The next best would be video conferencing. I know for myself, I've coached people all over the world, which is why my business is called Wendy Nolan Worldwide. And um, I've coached people um, in, for instance, I had a client in the Middle East uh, two years ago. He was with an oil and gas company, and we did all of our coaching via Skype so that I could see the look on his face. I could see um, how he shifted his body when I would bring up certain topics, 
how um, the, uh, his eyes would change, how his brow would furrow, how his lips would purse, how the uh, you know, veins on his neck might to start to swell a little bit, depending on the topic we were ter- talking about. And so body language uh, is a critical of, of critical importance. But I think the most important and the one that we think about the least is actually our mindset and, and our perception. And perception is a really funny thing, Julie, because it's how, how we see the world and the other inhabitants of the world through our own unique set of filters. And if we have, excuse me, if we have perception, then that must mean other people do too, right? (laughs) But what's interesting, perception is what we make things mean, and nothing really has meaning until we as humans assign meaning. So meaning here is perception is not seeing things as they are. It's seeing them, seeing, seeing things as we are. And unfortunately, our mindset, we don't even realize how much our mindset when we come into conversation with someone has an impact on the outcome of the communication. So if we are engaged in an entrenched behavior pattern, such as something that's called the ladder of conclusions, Um, it can lead us to do three things automatically. So if we have this mindset about the person that we have to have a difficult conversation with, uh, we may have an entrenched behavior pattern that's called making stuff up about others. (laughs) So what that means is when the things that someone else says, does, and means is not in agreement with your perception, what you will do is you will retreat into your head and you're going to start to make up stories about them to reconcile the discrepancies between you. When you make up those stories about the other person, you're going to then start to run a mental movie about them. And in your mental movie, you're going to be really critical of their ways, their styles, and their intentions. When you run that mental movie that's critical of the other person because they're different from you or they have a different perception, you end up dumping empathy for judgment, labeling, and embellishing whatever negative feelings you may have about them, which then in turn escalates your negativity. And that results in blame and right-wrong thinking. So the more you run your mental movie, the less you can connect with the other person and the less likely you are to actually be able to help them or the situation at hand. And this presents a challenge, obviously, because our perception isn't always accurate. It's just our perception. It's just what we are making it mean. Just because that's what we make it mean doesn't necessarily mean it's true or accurate. In fact, our perception usually gets us in trouble because of something called the ladder of conclusions. Absolutely. We'll get into that real quick, but I, I just have to interject here. I agree wholeheartedly. These are so important. And it really makes me mad, because, uh, not mad. It makes me frustrated at myself because I've been trying to launch doing these, the Brain Lady Speaks radio show in conjunction with Facebook Live. And this would have been a perfect one to get on. Oh, wow. So you and I are going to have to do a Facebook Live here in the future because this is, this is such great, great information. And it's true. It's, 
when I talk about the brain personality connection, I talk about how the way that the brain is wired is going to affect your perspective. And it doesn't mean the other person is right or wrong or you're right or wrong. It's just right. because of the way you're wired, it's a little different. And you really hit the nail on the head in terms of, of how we, it's our perception of a situation, not always the reality of the situation. And that can really get exactly. us into, into trouble. So walk us through this ladder of conclusions because we're going to, we, we've got still got a lot of information we want to cover here. And we're, we're down yep. to the second half of the show. So what's the ladder of conclusions right. that you talk about? Okay, so when we interact with another person, there is a chemical reaction that starts at the base of our brain known as the brain stem. This is the oldest part of the brain. And at the moment of contact, now this is in, a, in either a face-to-face interaction or video conference. So at the moment of contact, there's a series of reactions that goes from chemical to cognitive that takes us up the ladder of conclusions in about one second. And so your mindset or your attitude about the person or the situation is going to determine the conclusion that you draw. Now let's look at the ladder of conclusions from the perspective of an executive who's going into a difficult conversation with a closed mind. So this executive, she's worried about this conversation that she has to have with, um, or even, you know, it's a business owner. She has to have a conversation with, let's say, a vendor. And it's, it's not really, it's something that the vendor didn't do or didn't deliver on or, you know, whatever the case may be, somewhere, somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do and the, the business owner or the executive is not happy about the situation. And she's not happy that she has to have this conversation. So at the brainstem, the first reaction that takes place is the bioreaction. Conversations take place here first and fastest. That's why judgments are made in about 0.07 seconds. And when we judge, in this case, because this executive has the mindset of, of negativity and frustration and unhappiness, the judgment that is activated um, then activates the fear network. So she next experiences feelings. And when she experiences feelings, we're getting into the amygdala and the, the limbic part of the brain. She labels the interaction, it, uh, it feels bad, and that translates into the person she has to deal with is her foe or her enemy, and therefore her corresponding judgment is, I don't trust this person. So now that she has feelings, they then move into the part of the brain that creates the thought, and this is where the cognitive level actually starts to kick in. Here she starts to put words around her feelings, and words give meaning to the feelings. So once she's starting to make up the story and create meaning, she then starts to pull in her beliefs about the situation or the person and she draws from her past experience and that reaffirms her beliefs. So this is that perception part, right? And then finally she arrives at a conclusion. Once she gets there, she blocks out the other person's opinion and stops hearing or seeing the other person's point of view. She may even move into denial about the situation or about her feelings. And if she's made up her mind about this person or the situation, she's going to set out to prove that she's right. This is also known as uh, making assumptions, you know, drawing conclusions, 
And I love what you said about perception. And I love the, I, I used this actually for the title of a blog a couple of years ago. And that is your perception is your reality regardless of its validity. But you can build a better ladder of conclusions. And when you learn how to hack your own neuroscience, and build a better ladder of a conclusion with her thorough you then understanding of brain chemistry. A better Julie leader. Anderson provides you with awesome, awesome. We're going to hold you on that thought. Go to our last commercial way. break. Julie uniquely okay. blends science and psychology when she shares her knowledge and information with businesses, entrepreneurs, women's groups, and families to improve workplace morale and productivity, parents creating dynamic relationships with their children, and women achieving more in life and business. Julie Anderson will be right back with the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is, you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events, featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the context, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Brain Lady Speaks radio show with Julie Anderson. By including the latest scientific research on the brain personality connection, Julie Brain Lady Anderson provides her clients with the all-important why behind what people do and how they think. The information she shares will help those who hear to accelerate their success in life and business through the discovery of their natural gifts and maximizing their brain power. Here again is your host, Julie Anderson, on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are here with the amazing Wendy Nolan of Wendy Nolan Worldwide, and she is sharing some super juicy stuff. I just love this. And I hated to cut you off there. We had to run it. You know, take care of the sponsors. Got to take care yeah. of the sponsors. Um, of course. You were, ta- <clears throat> you were talking about those ladders, of, that ladder of conclusions, and that is so true. And people don't understand how the, the action portion of the brain, the emotion portion of the brain, both work thousand times faster than your thought process. So mm-hmm. all this is going, like you said, this is happening so incredible. This is happening before you even really open your mouth and begin a conversation. Exactly. <clears throat> yep. So it's important to get a handle on that. Um. And you had mentioned by changing that ladder of conclusions. So help us to understand what that entails. How do you change oh, that yeah. automatic response that tends to happen in the brain? Yes. yes. So it's, I call it an entrenched behavior pattern. And it's a behavior pattern that we learned, which means if we learned it, we can 
learn a new behavior pattern and and become entrenched in a more effective behavior pattern. But the the way that you do that is first always increase your self Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Awareness of your perceptions. Just by listening to this conversation, recognize, oh my gosh, I do that. Holy crap, I do that. Oh, you know, maybe it's easier. I don't know if you're familiar with um, Byron Katie, but she has something called The Work. And in The Work, she teaches you, it, it's sometimes much easier, to, <laughs> as much as I don't advocate this, sometimes it's easier to, to look at your neighbor, look at somebody else and see when they do it before you decide to look at yourself. So eventually, though, I really want you to get around to looking at yourself. Because the whole purpose here is to increase your self-awareness of your perceptions. Are you engaged in these behavior patterns? How are you showing up for conversation? And are you communicating trust? So you do this um, by being very, very aware that you're doing it. And what I'm going to help you do at the end of our show is I'm going to help you by uncovering the five blind spots of communication so that you can recognize when you're doing these things. And just by recognizing that you're doing it, right, Lao Tzu says uh, the longest journey is, you know, the first step, or the, the, the journey of a 1,000 miles starts with the first step. So the first step is just recognizing that you're engaging in these behaviors and making the conscious choice to do it differently. So what does it look like when it's done differently? You start by... Um, identifying the mindset that you have and deciding, is this the mindset that I want to have? Is this how I want to show up in the conversation? If not, if it's not a mindset that will serve you, and by the way, uh, I'll give you the answer, showing up with a negative mindset will not serve you. You have to show up with a mindset that communicates trust, appreciation, support, and validation. It means you have to have a positive intention at the outset of the conversation. So let's go through the ladder of conclusions again, but with a positive attitude, an attitude that um, I want this person to feel comfortable with me. I want them to feel appreciated by me. I want them to feel supported by me, and I want them to feel validated by me. And together, we're going to create a solution that's mutually beneficial. So at the bioreaction stage, um, again, this is at the, at the beginning of the brain, the brain stem. When you project a positive intention, because conversations take place here first and fastest and judgments are made in .07 seconds, if the other person does not feel your energy, does not feel this attitude of judgment, but rather they feel appreciated, supported, validated, just by that mental state that you walk into the conversation with, that's going to activate the trust network between both of you. This, of course, is going to influence how the person that you're interacting with feels towards you. When he receives that positive <clears throat> feedback during the subliminal conversation, he's going to feel more confident. As his confident feelings become, become cognitive thoughts, 
and words, he's going to give meaning to his feelings. And the meaning that he's going to give it is, I feel safe. I feel like I belong. I feel like I fit in. Now that he's made up a story of belonging and fitting in and safety, he's going to pull in his beliefs about the situation And it's more likely that he'll step out on a limb or take greater risks in the conversation because he feels safe. And if he believes he's safe to express express himself and trusts that his vulnerability is not going to be taken advantage of, he's going to be willing to learn from the conversation. He's going to be willing to hear negative feedback, not a negative attitude, but just negative feedback about the behavior or the situation, not about him as a person. And finally, everyone ends up opening up to new ideas. Um, That causes you and them to facilitate meaningful and robust conversation that leads to partnering and co-creating, which brings us to those, uh, those, those things that you can do to recognize those perceptions that you may have, those entrenched behavior patterns. That's it's incredible. Great information. Absolutely great information. And this is the beauty of the brain that you can mm-hmm. re- Now there are certain things about your brain. When I talk about brain personality connection that are, are wired in terms of energy expenditure and whatnot. However, your thought process, your thinking, your emotions, your conclusions, what you were talking about, that's all rewirable. It's, it's right. all just a matter of going through the process of making new thought processes that serve you better. Oh, right. I just am. I'm so excited about this show. So we got, <laughs> we're down to our under 10 minutes now to wrap this up, but real quick, because I really want everybody to be able to walk away with something they can do right now. And then we want to talk about how they can connect with you more. So real quick, what are some of the common blind spots that cause breakdowns in communication that lead to, to conflict? And then a, a tip or two of how a person can catch themselves doing this. Absolutely. So one, the number one, and I even do this myself, oh, it's the addiction to being right. And in the ladder of conclusions, we discovered that assuming that others see what we see, feel what we feel, and think what we think leads to becoming engrossed or attached to a singular point of view. When that happens, we're going to be unable to connect with another's perspective, and we may go into tell, sell, yell, or convincing others we're right. So first, Examine your thinking. Are you addicted to being right? And uh, let go of the right-wrong thinking and just appreciate that someone else has a different perception than you. It doesn't mean they're wrong and it doesn't mean you're right or vice versa. So just recognize whether or not you have the addiction to being right. Number two is failing to realize that fear, trust, and distrust changes how we see and interpret reality and how we talk about it. So if we feel fear, if we feel threatened, we're going to shut down and we're going to move into protective behaviors without realizing it. So recognize when you have fear, trust, or distrust about a situation or a person and try to work to examine where that perception is coming from and if, in fact, it's really valid or if it's just what we're making up, that story we're making up. Number three is the inability to stand in another person's shoes when they are fearful or upset. So, you know, of course, uh, Julie, we have these mirror neurons in our brain, and they give us a view into what other people feel, think, and intend. So when we listen deeply 
without the intent to respond and just listen deeply and turn off judgment, it allows us to connect with others and the mirror neurons in our brains are activated and that's what we recognize as empathy. So if the person that you're talking to, if you get the sense that they have a fear or a perceived threat, then, or if you have fear or a perceived threat in the conversation, your empathy is going to disconnect and it's going to change our ability to hear or understand another person's perceptions. So recognize when you feel, feel, when you feel fear or are upset and, and when the other person feels that and try to work towards bringing that down. Number four is assuming that we remember what others say. Now, this one's a really big one. This is going to blow your mind. Assuming that we remember what others say when we actually remember what we think about what another person says. So we drop out of conversation every 12 to 18 seconds to process what the other person is saying, and we often remember what we think about what another person is saying because that's a much stronger internal process for us instead of actually hearing what the other person is saying. So that means our internal listening and dialogue trumps the other person's speech. So, so really dig into that one and think about it, and that goes back to that perception. Are you really hearing what they said or are you hearing what you think about what they said? And then the last one is assuming that meaning resides in the speaker when in fact it resides in the listener. This is of critical importance. For the listener to make meaning, they have to draw out what they think you're saying from their own vault of emotional and decision-making experiences. So what they do then is they bring you into their conversation in their mind to make sense of what they heard. That's why in their mind's eye, they see a totally different perception or picture of what you're saying than what your mind sees. So meaning resides in the listener until the speaker takes the time to validate and link back to make sure that both of you have the same picture or shared meaning. So when uh -huh. you become acu acutely aware of your own perceptions and attitudes about having difficult conversations, coupled with awareness of body language, tone of voice, and the types of uh, or the words you use, you can make five significant shifts into a leadership communication style. You can go from fear to transparency, from power over to relationship building, from uncertainty to understanding, from the need to be right to shared success, and from groupthink to group cohesion and partnering. And that's ultimately what we all want, right? Yes, absolutely. Oh, this is such great information. Uh, we are, we, we have to wrap this up. You have, you have offered to, uh, you have a free copy of her secret, your secret weapons of executive coaching when someone yes. subscribes to your list. So I'm going to tell people how to do that in just a minute. You also have an executive conversation coaching pack, package, which is six sessions, intake questionnaire to assess learning and coaching needs, strategic coaching on neuroscience, body language, tone of voice, and question styles and a few other things. So how can they get it? How can, if they, if, if they've listened to the show and they say, I want to do that executive conversation coaching package, what, uh, how do they get in contact with you for that? Uh, you know, I, I don't have a page created on my website, but just visit my website and uh, it's wendynolan.com, W-E-N-D-Y-N like November, O-L-I-N like November.com and go to my contact page. 
Um, or you can go to my coaching page and read a little bit more about my coaching or just email me directly, wendy at wendynolan.com. This is not a package that I normally offer. I've created this package just for this show. So it's not going to be on my website. Uh, Yeah, and it's because it's something that I find so many people want help with. So it's it's a, a special package I created just for your listeners. That's amazing. That is awesome. Did you hear that? That's special for the listeners. So if you're listening... Take advantage of this. Reach out to Wendy and find out more. And all of her information, folks, as well, will be on the main show page on brainladyspeaks.com and uh, for this particular day, 1115, and you will be able to find direct links to connect with her. Wendy, thank you so very much. And I'm serious. I'm going to talk to you after this, and uh, we'll we'll set up a Facebook Live here in the next couple of weeks because this was such great information. I think that's a great way to also spread to the listeners and people who can, can uh, benefit from it. So please everyone uh, connect with Wendy and Wendy, thank you so very much for being my guest on the brain lady speak show today. My pleasure. Appreciate it. And happy holidays, everybody stay warm wherever you are or stay cool. If you're in the hot places. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening to the brain lady speaks today. You know how to get in touch with me. We are wrapping this up, running out of time rapidly. You want more information about anything that you heard on the show today and you can't, something's not working, then send it to, send me an email at info, I-N-F-O, at yourbestmindonline.com. The link is on the show page. Also, uh, if you want information on the Brain, the Your Best Mind Service Program, please shoot me an email. If you happen to know of anyone who would love to have some of these topics covered with their business or at their group, then also then send me an, a message at info at brainladyspeaker.com and we'll talk. And please connect with me on social media, uh, Facebook, Purple Brain Lady, or Your Best Mind Online, and uh, Twitter at Brain Lady, uh, Brain Lady Julie, LinkedIn, and Instagram. So stay until next week, everyone. Just simply enjoy Every moment of your life, this is Julie Anderson with the Brain Lady Speaks Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Anderson. Julie Brain Lady Anderson is considered to be one of the nation's top experts on the brain personality connection. She has been inspiring her audiences to fire up their brains and ignite positive changes in their relationships. And now, every week, she is here to bring that change to you. Julie often tells people that their greatest asset is not their stock portfolio, not their real estate holdings, or even their retirement account. No, it's what you were naturally born with, your brain. When you learn to tap into the potential of your natural gifts and the power of the brain-mind connection, the sky is never the limit. As a matter of fact, there is no limit. Be sure to tune in to The Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Anderson next week and every week, 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. See you next time, everybody. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed?